Hey, what's up? It is the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Still originating in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a bastion of DIY awesomeness in the Northland of Michigan. Okay? Thank you so much, longtime sponsor. The show, When I'm Live, is featured, uh, the live version of it, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. If uh, you're the type that's like, yeah, I want to see it as it's happening. That's where you go. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Please follow. Please subscribe. Subscription is free with an Amazon Prime account. You can figure that out, can't you? I'm also on Facebook. Please like the show on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Follow me on Twitter as well, at Eric Zancho. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. BlueFrostIT.com. And then the almighty YouTube. Brought to you by Frank Fuss. Please follow the channel. Subscribe to the channel and hit the bell notification so you know when I go live. And as always, you can email me, Eric at EricZancho.com. If you just want to chat or drop a line or say, does anyone even say that anymore? Drop me a line. What is that? Where the hell did that come from? They mean like a line of, of written words, I guess. No one writes handwritten letters anymore. I think I forgot how to write you know, like actual handwriting. It's it, well, it, frankly, it looks like I never learned. It's so bad. Oh my God. Okay, let's get after it. It's the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. A lot of what we have here is about a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago, uh, talking about my trip to New York and the things that we saw. God, some wild ass shit. And the uh, spending of time, time spending out with uh, Anthony from uh, Compound Media and uh, a whole lot more. I've also got a uh, edition of Dear Meet It coming up in this, uh, in this round of the best stuff. So enjoy. Welcome. Oh my gosh, boy, this is weird. It's you, you know, um, you all get out of a, of a routine. I get out of a routine and then trying to get back into that routine is wow. God, I, I haven't had to deal with this in forever. You know that, Hey, first day back type of vibe And well, I mean, I've taken time off, make no mistake, but not like this. Uh, uh, two weeks. Oh God. That is, uh, that that's when you're used to just every single day doing what you do. It, uh, holy shit. This is like really weird. Uh, shuddy had the maple bottle pants and the boots with the fur. The whole club was looking where I was at a wedding last night. You got to, this is the new taking care of business song, you know, or, uh, uh, ACDC's back in black. No, not, not back in black. What's the other one? Uh, same album. She shook me all night long. Now that they don't play, I don't think they play back in black at weddings, but, uh, I was at a wedding last night and that, and that damn song, I tell you what, if, if there's no one on the dance floor, you just bust out, uh, is it flow rider? With T-Pain, you bust out that song and everybody loses their mind. It makes the women, oh, just turn into absolute sexual deviance is what it is, is what this results in. 
Um, as I've aged, I've gotten to a point where I don't really dance at weddings. I don't know why. I just feel like an idiot. And because what I do is when everybody's dancing at a wedding, I usually take a look at the one guy who looks like a white guy. He looks like a complete jackass, has no rhythm whatsoever. And, and I'm like, fuck, this is why you never dance. Because then there's going to be somebody looking at you like you're just a fuck face. And, you know, so I'm actually enjoying watching these idiots dance. And I'm uh, the ADHD is 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 going crazy at this wedding, and um, I'm kind of crawling out of my skin. I was like, oh, "Fuck!" And uh, but I don't want to be, you know, as soon as I get there, be looking for the door. But it's it's very difficult for me to just sit in one place, and and then everybody's having it out, out on the dance floor. Yeah, Eric, you can go out the you can go out there and dance, but I don't know. I just don't. I just never feel it. So. You know, I just bide my time. So, uh, you know, I, very, uh, people are dancing. I'm, I'm walking around the venue exploring, you know, uh, one one big lap around the place. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to open up locked doors, seeing what's inside of them, inside of this place. And nothing's really panning out. And then uh, we're, we're getting ready to leave finally. It's me, Diana, and this and another couple. Man, now we're getting like it's like nine thirty, and I'm thinking, okay, this is it. This is long enough. It's time to get out of here. And then the our my, our beloved friends, um, in fact, the mother of the uh, of the bride, she's like giving me stink eyes. She's like, you can't leave. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta get up so early. I mean, I I gotta get back to work. And she's like, yeah, you don't get up that early anymore. And I go, yeah. I know trying to and she's giving me funny looks and making me feel bad but it's like oh so then you know i'm gathering up the masses that me and, and those other three including diana walking out of the place and then that song starts and oh i mean there already were people on the dance floor everybody else gets up even the people that don't dance the, the, the 95-year-old lady who can't even walk, she loses her mind, you know, th- th- throws the crutches away, gets up from the chair. She's on the dance floor. Everybody is. This is the song that you play when, you, when people are going to get hurt. Uh, it seems like every wedding you go to, there's, there's somebody who gets some type of injury. So as soon as that song starts, man, it's like, oh, fuck, here we go. And uh, uh, Janine turns around. She's uh, the one with us, uh, the friend and her husband. They turn around. Diana goes, oh, yeah. And they, like, lose their mind. They go back out there. Oh, man. You hit the flow. Talk about low, 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 low. And I, I, I will say this about that song. That song is very easy to dance to. And it kind of makes, I don't know, something about the the tempo and the way they dance. It turns everyone into a slut. So they're all dancing slut. I'm like, what the fuck? And then Janine, our pal, she comes, she grabs my hands. And I'm like, oh, good. She wants to leave. No, she's pulling me out of the dance. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. 
And then, so it's me and Diana surrounded by all of our friends. Every single one of them is divorced and is has a unbelievable, unbelievable, insatiable appetite for dick. And they're they're grinding their asses on my dick. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they're they're just all around me. And that song's playing. And everyone's going, low, 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 low. Jesus. And uh, so finally it ended. It was over. Uh, I know you're thinking, Eric, that isn't that bad of a thing. It's like, I know. I just, I just for some reason cannot do it. I can't have a good time like that on, a, on the dance floor. It's just, ah. Uh, everybody lost their shit. As soon as that, that song ends... And then people are trying to walk off the dance floor. They're, they're sliding and they're falling because there's so much lady moisture uh, that has dripped out of them onto the dance floor. That's what is there now. They have to show up with those uh, Swiffer wet jets and clean up the floor. Oh, finally got out of there, though. Holy crap. Um, people are like, yeah, what a, when's a, a wedding on Sundays? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I have no idea. Typically, that's a Saturday thing, right? Well, I, I guess people, uh, it, it's tough to actually get weddings in right now because of last year, everybody's wedding was canceled. So now, in order to get a, a venue, you got to be willing to uh, do it a little bit differently. So that was it. That was, um, and I tell you what, I since vacation ended... Let me just tell you, it was right back to the grind because we got back Thursday at like 5 p.m., 6 p.m., sometime around then. Uh, And then Friday, I was scheduled all day driving limo. I did 11 hours of that on um, Friday. And then on Saturday, 15 hours driving. Now, I wasn't driving for 15 hours, but from the time I started driving to work, uh, I got the car, uh, picked people up, dropped them off here, wait, dropped them up, picked them up again, dropped them, you know. Uh, I, I got into bed by like uh, 1, 2 in the morning. So I got done with vacation, uh, all day Friday driving, all day Saturday driving. Sunday, I woke up feeling like shit. Uh did my long run. Yes, I've still been running. Shut the fuck up. And uh, then low, 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 low. Her upper bottom pants and the Reeboks with the fur. Is that right? Reeboks with the fur? What are the words of that damn song? It's really infectious. Shoddy had them apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. She hit the flow. Next thing you know, Shoddy got low, low, low. And then it's baggy sweatpants, Reeboks with the straps. That's not sexy. She turned around and gave that big booty a smack. Hey! I kind of like that song. So welcome. Holy shit. I don't even know where to begin. You know, shows like this, it's like, fuck. I mean, I kind of took notes things that went on that I knew I would talk about but you know I go back and I look at the notes I'm like what the fuck does that mean I don't even know what the fuck I wanted to talk about I have no idea so 
Hang on. Might be a little bit of that today. You know, scatterbrained, but uh, hey, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, as you know, I, I like to get this out of the way. The show happens live every day on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eric St. Fan page. But don't forget, I've got uh, the audio podcast, which is all of this. Just throw it up, throw the audio up there. I don't, I don't edit shit normally unless I take a pee break. And uh, throw it up uh, on wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show. You'll find it. Also, live on Twitter, a Periscope video. Oh, hold on. Facebook is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid. Twitter brought to you by my friends at Blue Frost IT at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. If you would, please uh, uh, like and share it on Facebook. Uh, retweet it with a snarky comment on, uh, on Twitter. That would be nice. I'm also on YouTube. That is brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, online at buyinsurancehere.com. Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Uh, hang on. I'm under the weather. I know you're like, oh, God, great. He went out. He went out on a trip and got COVID. No, I got this. I've, I, I do have a uh, one of those weird summer colds you get, but it's it's not COVID. That was a weird feeling, though. Wait a minute. I don't feel so good. I actually did go and get tested. And uh, they go, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's negative. That was a relief. Um, on our trip, I'm like, I'm laying in bed. And uh, I, start, I, I, I feel like something. Something is amiss. And I'm like, what the hell is that? I haven't, I haven't been sick in years like legit so hmm. and then uh, the next day I, I got like a stuffy nose i'm like oh my god this is it this is the big one it's a breakthrough case have you been following this story about these breakthrough cases this is legit you know um because i'm very very wise you know i usually take information that comes to me and and then process it and form my opinion uh, that's a uh, clever way of saying, uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it appears, and I'm completely digressing here, this is how it's going to be today, that uh, the Delta variant doesn't give a fuck about the vaccine. He, he's, the Delta variant is like, yeah, eh, whatever. You can go ahead and make your stupid fucking vaccine. I don't give a shit. I'm going to go and infect the world. Everybody's going to die. That's what it seems like. Because, you know, every single day we're looking at the, uh, at the, uh, at the numbers and we're like, oh, my God. It's, it's defeated it. In Minnesota in the month of July, the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, resulted in 42% effectiveness. <laughs> what the fuck? What? What happened? To, what happened? To, oh, my God. We're so stoked. It's 96% effective. Oh. Now, truth be told, the vaccines that are no longer effective, apparently, well, to some degree, uh, they are just, well, hang on. I'm getting ahead of myself. The Delta variant is changed. It's a different virus. 
And so, you know, that's how this is going to be. I firmly, I am now believing that this is how it's going to be, if if not uh, forever, for a long, long time. However, the vaccination um, seems to have an effectiveness where you won't wind up in the hospital and uh, likely not die. And people are like, ah, it already was like that. We had a 97% uh, recovery rate. Well, yeah, I know. But when you're dealing with as many people as we've had that have been infected, that's still a lot of people that have died. So, you know, it's still very, very important, in my opinion, to get the vaccine. But I think now we are at a point where I think we can give up the idea that, hey, if you don't get the vaccine, you're spreading the virus. And this is why I say that. And that's a little different than what I've said in the past. Remember, I've, I've basically just looked you in the face and called you stupid assholes for the past however long. But I think I need to uh, pull back on me calling you a stupid asshole. And here's why. The idea that um, vaccinated dude... Uh, can still transmit it just like the unvaccinated dude makes vaccinated dude really no better than unvaccinated dude. It really, it, it, it's a game changer. Uh, that alone has kind of got me thinking more along the lines of, you know, like people said, um, uh, Hey, it's my choice. It's my choice to get vaccinated. Okay. It's, it's my, and then uh, people like me were constantly saying, yeah, no, it's not your choice anymore. It's not your choice at all because of uh, all the people that you're going to affect. Well, that kind of, you can't really say that anymore because vaccinated dude is going to spread it just as easily as um, unvaccinated dude, you know? So it is kind of, in my opinion, down to personal choice at this point. Uh, I, I don't think, I think, I think at this point, I'm so fucking sick of this and it, with now that information being out there, that is an absolute game changer. Okay. So do I think you should still get vaccinated? Yes. Do outside of that though, is there anything more to say? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I honestly think that, um, I, well, I, I'm planning on every year, every six months going in and getting a new shot. And some of you aren't comfortable getting that shot. And uh, I think now as the dust settles that that's just the way it's going to be. So you'll get nothing from me. I am done calling you dumb fucks. No, I take that back. I I absolutely am going to call you dumb fucks at some point because I don't want you to die. And um, some people are like, well, yeah, you know, but it isn't approved by the FDA. Well, it's going to be. It's going to be very, very soon. So hopefully you'll get vaccinated at that point because I don't want you, uh, I don't want you to die for God's sake. I want you here. So yeah, I was, uh, I was like, oh my God, here I am on my trip and I'm probably infecting all of the Southeast and holy shit. So I go in and I get a test and, uh, I walk in there and into the clinic. I go, yeah, I need a, uh, I need a COVID test. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. And they go, okay, uh, all right. So I 
give my insurance information. It's like a walk-in medical facility. While I'm there, probably 10 people, I am not kidding you, 10 people came into there looking to get tests. Oh, my God. So uh, I get into the doctor's office, and she goes, okay, we can do the rapid test, or we can do the one that comes back in a couple of days. And I go, can you do both? She says, absolutely. Okay, great, let's do both. So, so she does the one where they just go like kind of halfway in your nose and just kind of dig around your nose meat. They're getting what's called uh, vi- seeing if there's any viral load. And then uh, she goes, all right, now there's this one. And I've had these before where they go all the way in to like your brain. And uh, she goes the one side to my brain. And I go, oh, thank God that's over. She goes, no, now the other side. It's the other side since when? Why, why do you have to do both sides? She says, shut up. Puts it up there. It's terrible. Comes back negative. Thank God. But, man, um, I was like, holy shit. This is going to fuck everything up. But uh, made it. And that, well, actually, uh, the uh, rapid test. Came back negative. And uh, I go, I should probably lay low, right? She goes, yeah, you know, lay low uh, until you get the uh, final word, you know. But this is probably going to be fine. Sure enough, a couple of days later. All good. Just a cold. But it freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. And then all while we're on our trip... It's like, oh my God, that the virus is kicking the uh, the uh, the virus is kicking the vaccine's ass. It's a one-sided affair. It's like the vaccine is the Afghan government, and the virus is the Taliban. We got to talk about that, by the way. That is, this is all sorts of fucked up here. This bullshit going on in Afghanistan. Those fucking assholes. Oh, my God. Mm. Diana and I are driving in New York City. Now, let me just start with this. We're going to go and uh, be on Anthony's podcast. More on that in a bit. But uh, I was considering uh, getting to there. This is uh, in Manhattan. By taking a uh, New Jersey Transit train to a PATH station, Port Authority uh, hub, where they then uh, the train would take you into Manhattan. So I'm, I'm going to jump on a New Jersey Transit train to Newark and then jump on the train to Newark, which would take me to Penn Station, which is just a block and a half away from where the podcast is done, where Anthony's show is. So I'm like looking at it and I'm like, okay, okay. That means a train fare for Diana and I once, twice just to get there and then back. And, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm kind of a little bit of anxiety about getting there, you know? So then um, I'm like, you know, we got a car. Let's just drive over there. And like, I mean, for the amount of cash 
that I'm going to uh, have or, or be spending for all these train fares. Let's just jump in the car. I mean, how much more can it be? And it's and it's our car. We can come and go as we please. You have no idea. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc okay pause in the action talking about frank fuss my policy shop insurance buy here.com reach out to him and you know it's about time you had health care i can't afford it i don't have a job it doesn't work like that anymore ding dong I swear, uh, they, they've done a poor job in publicizing how healthcare.gov works. Most of the monthly premium is paid for by the government. If you're self-employed or between jobs, you don't have to pay that back. Okay? You shouldn't have to pay that back. My God, that's what we pay taxes for to fund this shit. Uh, call Frank 616-914-4070 today. Buyinsurancehere.com. You you can get a health care policy. Don't go without health care, ding dong. Frank is also the expert on Medicare Advantage plans, part A and B. If you're getting set to turn 65 or one of your loved ones are, this is who uh, you need to reach out to. Don't do this on your own, and everything Frank does is free. 616 914 Four zero seven zero. Rick from TC Paintball is getting set to launch a new segment on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'm not sure what it is or what we'll call it. I suggested Rick's rants. Uh, what did he decide to call it? Something shitty. Uh, Rickless abandon. No, no. So terrible. Jesus. Uh, anyway, June 26th at TC Paintball, we're doing another paintball war. Paintball war number 19, the summertime slaughter with the uh, subtitle, Rest in Peace, Devil Fart Mike. That's going to be 35 bucks is what's going to set you back. You get the paint, you get the gun, you get the mask, you get the field time. We've got a free pizza party before it gets started from BC Pizza. It's Sunday, June 26, 5 p.m. Get the gang together. I have an invite on Facebook or send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com, that you're coming. And if you're one of the usual suspects and you have not responded to the Facebook invite or sent me an email, I need to know. I am hoping Gabe the Honduran and his uh, merry band of... uh, local Mexicans and Hondurans and white people 
will be joining. That's usually good for like 10 to 15. TC Paintball, June 26. Uh, loving the fact that uh, Full House Comedy is loaded down with shows this weekend. You got Sam Tripoli at the Listening Room Friday and on, uh, let's see, Saturday. Friday and Saturday for Sam Tripoli. Next week, Rich Voss, this degenerate fuck, is going to be at the Listening Room and Billy's Lounge and the Park Theater. And then Bobcat Goldthway, who looks better now than like 30 years ago. Really healthy. Friday at Rockford Lanes, Saturday at the Park Theater. Fullhousecomedy.com. All right. The best of rolls on. More New York talk. And Diana joins me to talk about the horrific thing that we saw in the streets of New York. I still remember the image in my brain. Holy cow. Enjoy. Holy shit. Okay. And I'm just seeing dollar signs, just like, you know. I'm not exactly uh I'm I money is not an inexhaustible resource in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. And we were doing so well on this trip. And you know, I mean staying within the keeping it within the lines, you know, you save up for a vacation, but uh, and then, okay, you know, we've uh, we've gotten through the uh, the big chunk of expense in Tennessee. Now we'll go to New Jersey and just, uh, how, how in the world did I think that going to New York City would somehow not be an overly expensive time? What, what kind of asshole goes to the most expensive city on the planet and says, yeah, this is going to be like a, uh, a, a budget trip. You can't even do anything in New York City without it costing a ton of cash. We leave the uh, uh, RV park. We're driving through Jersey City and into like, I think it's Hoboken, which is just the craziest sounding name for a town. And uh, first of all, we're getting ready to go into the Holland Tunnel underneath the Hudson River. And... Uh, it says no cash. You got to have like an easy pass. And I'm like, well, I, I don't have that. So, and it's a huge slowdown to get in, in, into New York City from the Holland Tunnel. It's like red on the GPS. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not getting, I'm not going near that. So we go a little bit north to the Lincoln Tunnel. Drive to like the shittiest neighborhood you've ever seen in your life. As we're approaching the tunnel. Uh, I'm like, okay, great. And uh, I go up to the window and I'm an asshole because uh, I have a card. It's like nobody pays with a card. This has to be a quick process. It's just stupid to think that they're going to want you to use your card there. And uh, she shell shocks me, the lady at the thing. She goes, 16. What? $16. I'm thinking it's like a buck 50. 16 bucks to go to this fucking tunnel. I'm like, right away, I'm thinking, I got to pay 16 bucks on the way back too, right? Turns out, no, you don't. You don't have to do it. But at the time, I was thinking that I did. But I guess getting out of Manhattan, you don't need to pay it on the way back. But I didn't know that at the time. So I go, oh, my God. So I, like, give her my card. She goes, cash. And I'm like, uh, uh. Thank God I had a 20 on me. I go, oh, yeah, of course, cash. What an idiot, you know? Give 
something, buddy, and then off I go. Then we're driving around. And uh, right near where the podcast, Compound Media, is, I, uh, I see a parking place. And um, you pull in, and there's a sign. It says, uh, stop vehicle here and wait. Valet walks up. He goes, how long are you going to be here? And this is at like, uh, I don't know, 1 p.m. Noon, somewhere around there. I go, I don't know, uh, six or seven. Just prior to that, when I'm getting ready to pull into the garage, I see the, the, the menu of the costs. Now, I don't know how I managed to misread this, but I... This was actually said to die, and I go, this isn't bad. 23 bucks for the day. I go, in Grand Rapids, it's like 20, 20 bucks for a day. I go, eh, anybody who's, eh, this whole New York is expensive place to park is, uh, it's expensive to park in New York is full of shit. It's just like any American city. So I'm like, yes, sweet. So I don't know what the fuck happened. Or where I saw 23, and I don't know, maybe that was something else because he says, how long are you going to be here? I don't know, six or seven, we'll pick it up. It's, just a, it's a valet deal. And he goes, okay, it's $75. What? I, and so whenever this happens to me, I, I try not to make the face like I just made, like I just smelled shit. <laughs> and, and, and just kind of like, yeah, oh, money's no object here. And so I look at Diana and she looks at me and, and there's cars lining up behind us. And this guy, he knows that I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about just backing out and, and going to going someplace else. Like I'm going to find some, like some, some fucking sale on parking or some shit. So, uh, I go, all right. Uh, I go, yeah, okay, of course. 75. No problem, man. I'm rich. So I, I uh, he rips a thing. We walk around the car checking for damage, and he's reminding me how shitty my car is. Uh, there, there's a nick. There's a dent. I go, yeah, somebody else. Yeah, that's not you. Goes, yeah, I know. That's why I'm walking around the car, idiot. He notes all the problems with my car. Gives me the gives me the ticket. Off I go. I feel like I just got screwed right in the asshole by two dudes. Shit. I'm like, ah, fuck. Well, let's go. Let's go have a good time. Uh, just prior to that, we're driving to the uh, garage, and there's some crazy fucker on the side of the road in Manhattan. This is like near Times Square. And as we're approaching him, he's on the right. We see him unbuckling his pants. And so I go, well, what's he going to do? And so I, my eyes are on the road because I've got vehicles in front of me and you don't dare take your eyes off the road. You know, somebody's going to honk at you. You're going to hit somebody. And Diana's looking back at him and she's giving me play by play. She goes, oh God, he's getting ready to pee right in the street. No, no. If it were only uh, that simple. I turn around just for an instant to see now he he is not peeing his pants are below his ass and dick and balls and he is um squatting 
And Diana goes, he's got to take a shit. Was that Daisy? I was just telling, hey, come here a second. No. Yeah, no, you don't have to be on camera. I was just telling him the story about the guy. When we were driving, and he's, uh, and I'm at to the part of the story where you said he's gonna take a shit. <laughs> Hang on, let me get you a microphone. Give me a microphone. Give me a microphone. Okay. I haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah, I, I know. Watch you sit so you're comfy. No, because then not you gotta bend over on this, and I'm then you will. No, I know, I know, you know, but it's sorry. Just take a second. Don't be so difficult. Talk. Say hello to these nice people. Hello. So, okay, just so you know, so you're comfortable. You, they, they, they can't see you. I know, I know. Well, they, they saw you when you walked in. But it was just a glimpse. So, I'm looking forward, and she's looking backward. And she goes, oh, my God, he's taking shit. So, I look back, and, and I saw his ass, <laughs> and, and so did you. You know, he thought he was being secretive because he was hiding behind the wall, but well, yeah, there's uh, but it was like construction going on, and so there's like a there's like a, also all this uh, plants right on the edge of the street on whatever street we're on. Right in this wall, but it was. Did he not realize that the people on that side of the wall that well, he was hiding behind yes. would be able to see him motorists so i guess yes pedestrians may have been obscured from what we were about to see but we were not no and so this skinny crack addicted black man has felt it uh that now is the time to take care of whatever is causing him an issue um but we learned that he did not have to take a dump is that right? I don't think he had to take a dump. I think a turd was stuck because he pulls his pants down and then uses his hand as toilet paper to knock the turd off his asshole and it lands on the street. Did you see the actual turd yes. actually leave his body and land? Yes. It was either a turd or... A stick? I don't know. Well, it was it, it was brown and it was brown and looked dirtish in nature. Yes, <laughs> correct. So, <laughs> you know that though, there's a term I heard uh, Patriot Nick say that's been used a lot. That's gonna itch when it dries. He must have shit in his pants and then it dried. He's like, "Fuck it, man! I can't take your shit anymore." <laughs> right. Exactly. That's. Uh, mm. Had to have been what happened, or else, you know, maybe he thought he had to toot, and this little wow hardened turd came out, and he or tried to come out. And what a what a what a dilemma that must have been. It must have been a really intense itch if he if his best option is to just <laughs> take his prop his pants and and use his hand, pretend his hand is a credit card, sliding it through his ass crack because he actually did the. This edge of, of his hand was he what he went, like. Yeah, he just like he, he like swept at it yeah. a couple times until it plopped out. <laughs> and uh, now uh, I didn't actually see the hand motion, uh, but I uh, you were describing you go and 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 he's been he's taking his shit. Oh oh no, he's wiping his ass. He's wiping his ass with his hand. Oh, and shit just flew out of him. 
<laughs> this, is all, this is all we're we're three minutes in into the into our trip into the city and i was like wow what a uh man this people live here what a bunch of fucking animals it was unbelievable oh and you know i mean here we are a few days removed from that a week uh, and 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 that is like the top thing on my mind to talk about here. exactly yeah it was <sighs> quite the sight okay so um what did you think about all of the our, our group of divorced friends rubbing their uh, asses on my penis last night during that song that they made me dance to. You were, you you were watching all of that. Yeah, I, I knew it was bound to happen. Yeah, you just let it happen, and you you actually shot video of that. I did. Right. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I know. There, there's literally nothing we can do. Yeah. Nothing we can do. It's, it's, Once that divorce, how many are in the pack? Well, that well, Janine is no longer divorced. No, she's married. So really, it was only Sherry, S- Sherry and, and Steph, Steph, right? The blondes. Yeah. Oh, they're all blonde. Yeah, everyone, all of us are blonde. Not me, but no, they're all blonde. But I'm getting blonde. Well, yeah, your your hair is t- definitely turning blonde, which is you know kind of a blessing. Redheads don't turn gray; they turn kind of like a cream white. Is that right? if I would describe it as cream. Yeah, that's a terrible way to describe it. <laughs> hey, 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 this is my wife with her cream hair. They're going to think it's something entirely different. No. Yeah, just like a blondish. Uh, let me ask you a question here while, while I have you. Do you have maybe a mild crush on our new pal, Anthony Cumia? No. He's really sweet, though, isn't he? He is. I do not have a mild crush on him. Maybe if I got to, you know, if I was around him for a longer time, I would. But he, I can't handle when he uh, he gets too very, graphic. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. He's he, he. You can tell that he'd be very charismatic at times. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, that's he's got tons of he spits tons of game. He has all. Uh, he has always had like a a line of women that just are in love with him. Yeah. Do you but, think that's? What do you think that reason behind that is? Because of it's his, it's uh, well his notoriety. No, I don't think necessarily that. I think it's his sense of humor. It makes him extremely attractive to people. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, but notoriety may have something to do with it. I mean, whatever. He's blessed with that. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, I cannot handle it when he starts when it gets too graphic. I'm like, what? Do you, oh, fuck! Come on! I can't do it. Because he didn't do that with me because he doesn't know me. Right. But when he... St- Fuck, some of the shit he said. Because we're driving Diana listening to shows. And he, he starts getting really graphic. And like, like, look over at Diana. She's like shaking her head. <laughs> shaking her head. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I can't take it. And I'm going to get some coffee now. Okay, thanks. I'm to the doctor soon. You're going to the doctor? My orthopedic. You're for your shoulder. Yeah. Okay. So hey, you and I are uh, uh, we're we're turning the uh, we're we're starting the diets again, right? Yes. Mike Ball is saying, yeah, right. I'm sure he'll be dropping off some little debbies at the store now, or yeah, at the door. At now. The, 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 all right, thank you so okay, much. Bye. Okay, see you there. You go, the queen of the forest, my lovely uh, multi-talented wife, Diana. Okay, uh, everybody, hold on. I got to tell you about something important. We're back to 2022. Someone you know is celebrating a birthday, anniversary. Maybe they need a congratulatory message or roast. 
or they're a total shithead. I say that with love. Hire me on Cameo to recognize them. Now, honestly, I can be a huge dick if you tell me to on these, or I can be really nice. I can tailor the message towards uh, an adult or even a kid. I've done these for kids. Hey, nice job. You want to see the dogs? Anyway, they're a lot of fun. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. And mine are only 15 bucks. I think they might be fifteen ninety nine. actually. I make like nothing on these. I've been doing these for years. And I think I've made like $1,000. There are people on there who do it one for a thousand dollars. I mean, they make like five hundred thousand dollars a year doing these stupid things. <laughs> Holy shit! I could only... now that would be awesome. Can you imagine if all you did was cameos? I imagine that would get old, though. You know. Okay. Anyway, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV is the car repair. Uh, uh, shop of choice for the Eric Zane show podcast. And, you know, um, I think one of the most impressive things is the five stars, virtually five stars that they have on Google reviews. You gotta, I mean, that's, that's not easy work. You gotta really be serving the client, the customers, and they prominently display their Google reviews at irvines.com right at the top of the page, uh, specializing and uh, all makes and models except Volkswagens, hybrids, and EVs. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You got early drop-off. You can pick it up after hours with the key in this special lockbox. Um, hell, you don't even need to really even see anybody. I love how when you drop it off and they, they do the inspection for whatever you think the problem is, and then they say, okay, yeah, this is the problem, and they send you actual uh, pictures and uh, in short movies on email. This is what this is what it's supposed to look like, and this is what yours looks like. Uh, then they do the full inspection. Oh, by the way, look at your uh, antifreeze here. This is it's like brown. It's supposed to be green, green. Uh, you might want to change that. They like send you a picture with it. It's awesome. Very very thorough. Okay. And uh, then they also have free loaner cars that you can borrow. How about that? Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Smack dab right in the middle of Grand Rapids, three blocks east of US 131. Down a street called Stafford. Can't miss it. Okay. Uh, Where am I? A&E Heating and Cooling, the immortal Joe Martinez and his his family. I laugh because on the other show I talked about them all sleeping in the same bed like the brat from Willy Wonka. I don't know why I pictured that. Probably because they all work together. A and E, heating and cooling. Go ahead, get a couple of estimates from whatever idiot companies are in West Michigan. Just have Joe be third. He'll beat the price. He'll install the Cadillac of all air conditioning and heating units. The Comfort Maker brand. A and E, heating and cooling. 616 516 8579. Yeah. Okay. Continuing on with the best of. More of my time in New York City hanging with the legendary Anthony Cumia. Uh, of course, 
Made his uh, name for himself during the Opie and Anthony show, and that got all fucked up. And uh, now uh, it reemerged like the phoenix from the ashes for the last eight years running Compound Media. This was the start right here. This story was the start of how I, for the past year, have been able to uh, get my shows on Compound Media. This is how it all happened right here. Enjoy. Should have had the map of bottom jeans and the boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. God, I love that song so much. She hit the floor. So, yeah. Driving down the street, some guy's wiping his ass with his hand. Fuck. So, the expense for the parking the car. That was that was just the beginning. Um, go up. We uh, walk around Times Square. Diana gets, uh, she sees the um, naked cowboy. You know that guy, the naked cowboy? He's got uh, just a pair of uh, whitey tighties on with a cowboy hat and boots and a guitar. Walking around Times Square. Diana sees him. She goes, oh, my God, I've got to get my picture taken with him. And uh, she pulls out her $5 bill. I've got, an Im- I've got a video of, of him, and then I turn it towards her, and then I put the camera on her $5 bill, and I'm describing this to you explicitly and not, and not uh, um, uh, showing it to you because of what happened. And then he goes walking up to her. And the guy, I mean, he hasn't changed in 25 years. He looks still like he's like 28 years old. And she gives him the $5 bill, puts it in the guitar, and he picks her up. He scoops her up. And I got the video. And then the wind blows her. She had this cute little sundress on, blows it right up. And so her ass is hanging out. She had underwear on for a change. And uh, she was she was like, oh, my God. He goes, yeah, getting a little air in there. I'm like, oh, no. So that's that's the video. And then he puts her down. And then she's like, oh, God, my underwear was showing. And she, so she won't let me show it. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. So that was fun. It was great. We then go over to where the um, um, compound media is. It's actually, uh, you know, in this, in this one uh, particular area. Uh, near where we actually came through on the uh, on the Holland Tunnel, Con- kinda. We had to walk a little bit, no big deal. But uh, we then go and uh, across the street from where we have to be, and we we have lunch. And uh, and this is also a place that I'm pretty sure that is where Anthony kind of goes before every show to like get a bite to eat and a beer. Sure enough, he walks in. I see him. I go, Hey, man, I'm your first guest. I'm Eric. He goes, Oh my God, this is great. Shakes my hand, and then. Uh, I go, you want to you wanna sit and have a beer? He goes, no, I got to prep for the show. And I go, of course you do. Okay, so off he goes. It was a little weird. As he's sitting there. I'm like, he's, he's like a few tables away. And I'm like, oh, God, this is stupid. We got to get out of here. Got the hell out of there. So uh, a lot of you don't know because where we grew up here, where I, I made my mark in radio, and, and in some areas you'll know, but uh, uh, Anthony Cumia is one half of the Opie and Anthony show. Um, so, all right. 
this is uh, this is pretty cool because Anthony is kind of like a pioneer in this type of content. Uh, Joe Rogan himself said that the Opie and Anthony show invented podcasting. It's like, well, wait, didn't you invent podcasting? I mean, Joe Rogan, uh, he was actually um, motivated to do what he does now because of their radio show, that style of show where, uh, you know, the dynamic between the show members, maybe bringing in comedians, stuff like that, and then just everybody just uh, attacking each other and having fun. Uh, that's where a lot of what he does came into play. Now, his show obviously has uh, uh, evolved to the uh, the interviewing style and things like that, but he credits them. So, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, a pretty big uh, endorsement there if that happens. So, uh, you know, there's all sorts of different nuances about that show on the radio that uh, you could talk for hours about. But ultimately what happened was Anthony could shit can in 2014 from Sirius XM and he's like, oh, fuck, what do I do now? Well, what did he do? He fucking started a podcast. And, um, you know, Anthony uh, did it from his residence in Long Island, and he had uh, a lot of uh, excellent technical equipment and the uh, the means to get the assistance from various people. It's definitely definitely wasn't a one-man show, but he started doing his podcast, subscription-based, and it, it worked out for him because then he ended up moving into Manhattan proper, has a number of other shows, a couple of dozen shows on there on compound media. So um, that studio that I was in doing that show with them, it's also refitted for all these other shows and people pay a few bucks a month and um, they get access to all these things. That that's what this is all about. So, um, and that this is one thing I said to Anthony was I've, I've kind of was identified with a guy in terms of the mentality and the mindset and, and uh, about how, um, how he, um, produces content, talks about the things that he talks about. A lot of the times I'm like, oh shit, I can relate to what that guy's saying quite a bit. And I said to Anthony, I go, fuck, you scared me though because I was always afraid to go against you because of the their show. But for one reason or another, um, fuck, in Grand Rapids, Freeburn Hot Wings, we, they, Anthony, Obi and Anthony signed on and they didn't get one fucking leg to stand on we kicked their ass and but I, it wasn't like i was sitting there bragging about it i was always concerned that that show would take off but it never did um and I, we had too much of a head start whatever um so to be then reached uh uh they they reached out to me e-rock the guy who runs anthony's network he says hey man i want you on the ch- i want to i want you on our shows at some point so I go, all right i'm gonna make a special trip just to be on this show so now in the back of my mind I had kind of like a thing, a, uh, a fantasy in my head. And this is the fantasy. In the fantasy, I uh, go on to Anthony's show. And I had such a wonderful time. And the response was so good that um, I get approached and, hey, uh, we want you to uh, be Anthony's partner, or we want you to do your own show or something like that. That's, that's what goes on in, in the head of a dreamer. And I know it does mine. It, it might do for you and your respective business at one point or another. But I'm constantly having moments like that. I, I might be a fucking home run hitter in one fantasy. I might be the best podcaster in the world in another uh, fantasy. You know, there's always something going on in my head. But I did entertain that. And then, you know, you push it aside and you don't even think about it. So um, day of going to uh, do it after I watch the guy wipe his uh, ass with his hand and get 
bent over at the parking garage. I see Anthony at the at the uh, the bar across the street. Now it's time to go. I meet E Rock right in front of the place. He goes, "Hey, Eric, Eric." Uh, so you know, we we go up there and uh, and what 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 was neat about this this place is um, they're like busting out at the seams. There's a lot of personnel inside of a small space working, getting prepared for the next show, which is Anthony's at 4 p.m. And he's not yet up, and we're sitting there in this green room area, and there's uh, a, a lot of activity. And, and uh, you know, l- like I said, he has a lot of people working for him, and, and that's cool, um, you know, because he it's, it comes back to creating something from nothing. And well, anytime somebody does that, I'm always really uh, interested in how the, uh, how, you know, how, like how it's made, you know, and, and that's cool that the guy, uh, He's been able to uh, find his way for seven years now uh, doing podcasting, uh, video and audio podcasting, and has uh, an infrastructure in place, people who earn a living uh, helping him put this show on, and it's uh, powered only by subscriptions. So here I am. I'm excited. And uh, Anthony comes in again. Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, sorry, I couldn't talk to you. All right, great. He grabs a beer. He goes into the studio. He sits down. He does 10 minutes of uh, monologue work, talking about whatever that is on his mind. And then um, just prior to that, uh, E-Rock says to me, he goes, hey, um, you know who you're going to be sharing time with on the show today? I go, "Uh, yeah, the guy who shot Osama bin Laden in in the face. And he goes, yeah, what the hell is his name again? I've been meaning to get learn more about this guy. Rob O'Neill. That's it. I cannot believe I pulled that out of my brain. Rob O'Neill, who is the Navy SEAL, who, who, by the way, okay. He shoots Osama bin Laden in the face. Over time, now you're not supposed to reveal anything about the mission. And uh, I had just the day before been at the 9-11 memorial watching about this mission because part of the museum the 9-11 museum is they have a timeline with video and stories and pictures and graphics of the actual raid on bin laden's compound in uh islamabad pakistan and they go over every detail and all of the people who made the decision are talking about what they were thinking it's it's really cool so the day before, I'm watching about this strike team that with uh, uh, pinpoint precision kills this guy at this compound. And they did it while one of the helicopters crashed. Like they're getting ready to put the bird down. And these dudes, including Rob O'Neill, are going to fly out, hut, 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 and go in and shoot the fuck out of this guy. And then the thing starts, something goes wrong. And the guy flying the helicopter says, fuck, we're going to crash this shit. And he ends up having to steer it out onto an area that it was the safest, I guess, to put it down. And they hit it hard. Kablamo! They go, oh, fuck, shit! Oh, no! They get out, and then they the other one lands on the other side of the compound. And they go, well, we're, we're on the ground. We're going to need another helicopter. But in the meantime, let's do it. So they get into the compound. And you got these crazy fuckers are shooting at the seals and you know, they did what they do. And, uh, that was it. Well, O'Neill was one of the dudes was the dude 
He's going up the steps, and Osama peeks his head out, and he shot him in the face. Shit. So I'm like, my God, this is great. I'm going to meet Rob O'Neill. And then uh, just as Anthony's getting started, E-Rock gets a phone call. And I, this is what I hear. Huh? Why? Ah, uh, okay, thanks. He hangs up. He goes, Rob O'Neill's not coming. You're getting all the time. I go, oh, sweet. Yes. And I wish we had more time because we hit it off. He, uh, he says, all right, let's bring in Eric Zane. I walk in there, and uh, I, I've never really spoken to the guy. And, I don't know, we just kind of hit it off. It was, uh, it was super exciting for me. I, I found myself, I was able to listen to only bits of it at a time. I did listen to the whole thing, which is very rare for me, but I did go back and listen. I could only tolerate a few minutes at a time, and that's only because I hate me. Oh, God. Uh, there were times that I, 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 uh, I'm a very, very, I'm very critical of the things I say. I'm like, oh God, I spoke too fast there. I, I combined words. I smished this. I sound like shit. I'm awful at criticizing myself. I'm just terrible at it. Uh, so mean to me, my God, stop being so mean to you. But, um, now remember that I, I, uh, I told you that, I had been fantasizing in my own brain about, oh, yeah, it's just so great that everybody can't get enough or whatever. And and I don't know if that's the case. I have no idea. Probably not. But my wife was in the other room, and she said that E-Rock was sitting there monitoring comments. from This is an audience that is not mine. None of these people know who I am. And uh, uh, E-Rock said out loud, in the presence of my wife, maybe to her, said, wow, all positive comments. This is great. So, all right, cool. So I'm doing something right. Um, <clears throat> what? Here's the thing. I can't measure up to, uh, you know, I, I've seen the people that have been on Anthony's show. You've got some extremely funny people. And I, you know, I, all I can do is, is, uh, is remember what, a, uh, some of the people who I talked to, I think it was, uh, it doesn't matter who. I had several people who were saying, hey, man, good luck. Uh, go out there. You be you. Go out there and just do your thing. Just just be yourself. You'll have a good time. And it, and it worked out. It really did because I uh, uh, wrap it up. It's like, oh, Anthony, thank you so much. And he goes, man, a time flew by. It was great. It was a lot of fun. So I don't know. Maybe he says that to everybody. I have no idea. But uh, so we're going to get out of there as quickly as, as we can. No no hanging around. And so uh, E-Rock, who, again, runs Anthony's uh, uh, network. His name is Eric Nagel. He, uh, um, Anthony's talking to Diana and Eric goes, um, so how often do you podcast? And, you know, I don't expect these people to know this type of information. Yes. I'm a guest on their show, but they're very, very busy. All, all E-Rock knows is he heard me on WATP who are these podcasts and he said, Hey, that's enough to, to come on our show. Uh, let's invite him. Let's figure something out. Now, so he didn't listen to me and he doesn't have, and so that's, that's fine. Um, like I said, because you know, he's busy. And he goes, uh, how often do you podcast? I go, every day. He goes, how long? I go, a couple hours. And he's like, oh, my God. I go, yeah, it's, it's not that different than this in terms of, uh, I mean, I don't, have a, I don't have anybody helping me. It's just me. But, uh, and he goes, um, hey, let me uh, run this by you. And, um, would you go ahead and do an hour and then send it to me? 
I go, yeah, yeah. What do you, what are you thinking? He goes, well, um, we do this from time to time. Um, uh, we'll like test shows and, uh, people will do some time and we'll post it through our platform and just basically gauge what people think about it. Now, this isn't exactly like my little dream fantasy that I was talking to you about, but it's reasonable. I mean, I was like, and so I am, this is a great opportunity. This is an excellent opportunity. And I'm trying in my brain in this conversation with him, I'm like trying to be like, oh yeah, sure. No problem. But in my head, I'm like, holy fuck, this is reasonably enough. Like what you were, you prophesized to make you, you should be freaking out right now, but I'm like, don't freak out. Just be a, be cool. Be cool, Eric. Now, when you're a guy, I'm a ham and egger, you know, I'm, I'm, it is what it is when you're me and you get, I'm not exactly blessed with lots of big opportunities for two years and eight months. Now I've been in this room, uh, doing what I love to do. And that is talk to, the constituent audience who have lifted me up and uh, kept me viable. But make no mistake, I mean, it's not like there's uh, uh, people are banging down the door saying, holy shit, you're amazing, you know? And uh, But uh, I, uh, you guys have encouraged me to keep doing this. So this is an opportunity that, uh, you know, I've kind of been prepared for. Had I not been doing this with you, I wouldn't, I would have looked shell-shocked when E-Rock suggested that I do an hour for them to post. And this is no problem, obviously. I've been doing this long enough to know that I, uh, to, to how to uh, rattle off a significant amount of time uh, doing what I do. So he says, yeah, give me an hour. Uh, spend about 10 minutes introducing yourself to the audience. You know, whatever type. And I know what he's talking about. It's not anecdotal things or. Uh, anything to move the meter, uh, keep them engaged. And then he goes, and eh, then do uh, 50 minutes, uh, five Oh, 50 minutes of, uh, topical things, whatever you want. I go, All right. I can do that. He goes on, just send it to me. I go, yep, no problem. And I'm trying to play it cool. So what this means is that, uh, I don't know about today, I guess it could be today. It depends on how, how much I get done here. I do have a number of things to take care of. I'll end up uh, doing an hour and then sending it his way. And then he posts it on compound media. And then we see where that goes. Nothing, no commitment, nothing. Uh, no one's out anything other than the time. And that that's very helpful to your old pal, Eric. I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity because you know, it's all about getting new sets of ears on the Eric Zane show podcast. And frankly, uh, that is a, obviously a much larger platform, uh, than, than what I am used to. Um, just being on the show, I'm introduced to brand new ears and eyes. And, uh, by the time I'm sitting there with Anthony and my phone's buzzing, I didn't have it on do not disturb. And it's new people's following on Twitter. I'm like, oh, this is so great. This is absolutely working like a charm. Worth every penny of the $75 of the parking garage. All right, pause in the action. 
I've got merch. I think now uh, I sell like one t-shirt a year because people who bought t-shirts, you know, they like buy one and then it wears out and then like, ah, fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. Merch is at uh, ericzaneshow.com. If you want to get an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt, makes a great gift. They're actually pretty affordably priced, but they bend you over on the shipping. It's like, what the fuck? But that's the only place you can get them. EricZane.com. I'm sorry. EricZaneShow.com. Click on merch. Uh, let's see. This show is airing on the 27th of May. The 28th. Cousins slash lovers Jacob and Jason Bennett will be in the basement putting in the flooring. My God. It's going to be awesome. Finally, finally, it's happening. Have Jacob or Jen, uh, J- Jesus, have Jacob or Jason visit your residence or your business and measure that thing out. It's going to cost you this much to put the flooring down. Uh, they encourage you to do all the heavy grunt work. That's going to save you cash or their full service if you want. It's up to you. They do everything, man. Any type of flooring, they can take care of it. 616. 616- Three one eight zero one sixty seven. Los Jacob. Six. That's how he picks up the phone. Los Jacob. He takes hello. This is Jacob, and becomes one word. Los Jacob. Six one six three one eight zero one sixty seven. Uh, they bought a old ambulance that someone else who used to be in the flooring industry converted into a work truck, painted it black. And it says flooring department on it. So that flooring guy sold that vehicle to Jacob, another flooring guy. So it's a black ambulance <laughs> that says flooring D-E-P-T period on it. <laughs> this ghetto flooring ambulance. 616-318-0167. If you're in West Michigan, no one uh, that is cheaper for a professional installation. I promise you that. And you're going to be so happy. I'm telling you. I can't wait to see this. In fact, uh, yeah, it's going to be just fantastic to uh, to have that done finally. Get that monkey off my back. The flooring that I bought, I got it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. 34 boxes of this stuff. I think it was like 60 pounds a box. I had to haul it all downstairs. Oh, God. What a workout. Buy it for cheaper. Buy it on the cheap. Okay. I sound like an idiot. Uh, Here's what happens. There's two stores. There's Johnson Carpet, one floor and home, main showroom. And then uh, just a little bit to the west on Chicago, is Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. That's where Kent dropped the E out of U Works. A 53-foot trailer shows up once a week with flooring. And then these dudes, these stiffs, got to unload it. Josh, Aram, and Kent dropped the E out of U. I think. There might be more than that. Anyway, they set all this stuff up. You walk into the uh, warehouse, and then, you know, you kind of like... I'll take this. 
It's priced extra cheap because they buy so much of it at one time. You won't get a lower price anywhere, I promise you. Plus, mention my name, save 10%. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet on Chicago Drive, right behind Little Caesars in Granville, Michigan. Keeping it close to home. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Go there and get a Luigi, man. Oh, fantastic place for burgers, uh, pub food, beers, mixed drinks, watch sports, you know, guy stuff, uh, family meal. It's awesome. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Check them out and go see them. Bosco'spub.com if you need more information and just look them up if you can't figure out where the hell they are. They're also along Chicago Drive in Hudsonville, just down the road a few miles from uh, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Okay. More from the best of. Uh, it features a story about a guy somewhere down south who just uh, happened to be driving around when he heard an Amber Alert. And then all hell broke loose. Enjoy this on the best of the Eric Sancho podcast. Uh, congratulations to my daughter's boyfriend. I mentioned this on the Patreon today, uh, yesterday, but I wanted to make sure it was out there today because uh, 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 Jacqueline and Justin have been listening to the podcast. I guess I, I've, I've captured their attention. That's actually quite a compliment. If you can capture the attention of a young person, and they're like, hey, you know, because... Uh, you know, I mean, a young person in their early 20s listening to a 50-year-old man rant and rave like a stupid asshole is is a win in my book. Now, I mean, I, they're kind of like uh, uh, in, the, in, in the whole realm of this, so I can see why they would want to. But I'm hoping that the word spreads amongst young people, that this show is something for them. It is for these two. As uh, Justin, as he's been doing his work at his new job, he, is, he works at an accounting firm. But he has uh, taken the steps to, to get to a point where he is a CPA, just like Troy Ginzer. Okay, so um, he has uh, had been studying and training for the uh, CPA exams, which I guess are just a real pain in the ass and hard, hard test. There's four tests you got to take, four tests you got to pass, and then you are a CPA. Okay, and my man, the one and only Justin. Has uh, he took that first test uh, not that long ago, and he got smacked down. He got punched right in the face and did not pass that test. So what does he do? Does he sit there and act like a crybaby? No, he studies harder. And uh, he crushed it the second time around. Congratulations. One down, three to go. Now, I don't know the first thing about these things, but uh, I'm told that the first test and the third test are the hardest, and that two and four you get a little bit of a reprieve. So good luck. One down, four to go. Well done. Jacqueline's still trying to find. Uh, Jacqueline's still trying to find a big girl job. She's having like uh, she's getting like uh, blocked or on on every trial. She wants to do is be a, uh, um, a medical sales representative, selling medical supplies in like a uh, so like hospitals and stuff like that. She's been applying everywhere. Can't seem to make it happen. So she's getting frustrated. I'm like, ah, don't worry. You'll find it. It's coming. You'll, you'll find the right one. How can I How can I get some experience? They're all saying that, I, that they can't hire me because I don't have any experience. How am I supposed to get experience if they say they won't hire me if I don't have any experience? How does that work? And I go, I, I know. I know that's, that's part of the struggle. You'll get there. 
Okay. I want to get to the story about uh, these two dudes in uh, a community in Louisiana who uh, they went to bed one night a few days ago and uh, they heard that there was an Amber Alert in their community of a uh, it's a it's a part of Louisiana known as New Iberia, which I'm pretty sure Iberia is a country in uh, on the continent of Africa. And so. From what I'm gathering, you've got a uh, a uh, influx of uh, the the population are of Iberian descent, okay, and uh, and that that there's a reason why I'm bringing that up because the people that live there they the it's it's just the the coolest damn accent in the world because you got a mixture of uh, black guy uh, Iberian. <laughs> And uh, Louisiana Cajun, and it's all like thrown together in the coolest sounding accent. Okay, but that's a side story. The the, the big part of the story is the fact that these two dudes are uh, are on their route the next morning, um, doing their thing, picking up trash, and uh, they see a car off in a field. That matches the description of the bad guy who apparently stole a 10-year-old girl kidnapped just the other night. This was uh, was reported on Sunday evening. Amber Alert was issued. These two guys start their route. Dion Merrick is the guy whose voice you'll hear prominently in this. Um, they're like, hey, man, what the fuck? There's that car in the field. So they take their garbage truck. And they block the only road out. And they called the cops. And sure enough, the kid is okay. The kid is in the car with the bad guy. He had stolen her and was doing God knows what or had done God knows what or was planning on doing God knows what. Uh, but uh, he, they, uh, so hopefully that, that uh, it didn't get too uh, uh, terrible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they ended up, uh, getting this, this bad guy and you actually see him in this video being led away saying, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Um, this guy is actually already a convicted sex offender. Uh, he was convicted in 2016 of doing something terrible to a kid. And so they get this bad guy and it was because of, uh, it was because of these two. Uh, uh, doing this. So this is absolutely awesome. You know, right place, right time. And so uh, this dude, this Dion Merrick, uh, he goes Facebook Live like one minute after they block the road. They block the road. They call the cops. Cops show up. They go Facebook Live. And this is the audio of this dude, Dion Merrick, who I want to see on a reality show with his buddy, who these two are the are the garbage workers. They they need to do a talk show. They need to do something. Uh, this is them giving play by play description of what they're feeling, um, as uh, as the bad guys being led away. Man, bro, I was on my trash route. I just seen this great car parked in the field. There was a dude who had a little ten year old girl. I just saved that little girl life, bro. I just saved that little girl life, bro. Thank God, bro. They got him now. Come on, man. I'm glad they got him, man. That's a blessing, man. I think these guys' dad starred in the movie Airplane. 
Uh, thanks to thanks to thanks to two Pelican drivers, man. Thank y'all, fellas. Don't leave just yet because we're gonna need to get some information. You, you you can hear the cop thanking him. All right, got gotcha, you, man. Yes, gotcha. Man, I'm serious, man. That's sad, dog. That's sad, cause I see that little girl like man, little girl that's ten years old, man. On my on, on, on my job, dog. On my job, Amber Alert this morning. I love this guy. Come on, man. Did you hear that guy screaming in the background? That's the bad guy. That's a bad guy when they're putting him in the cop car. That's how fresh this is. He goes, what are you doing this to me? This morning. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Hey, go up, bro. That's why I say, man, that man is real. A lot of people don't believe in him, but hey, they need to stop believing in him, cuz. They got that little girl, cuz. Yeah, yeah. Sad, dog. Man, bro, we, we just we just we just got the little girl, man. Like for real, dude. Look the call, bro. That's why I tell people, bro. Watch your children, bro. Watch your children, bro. I got kids. You know what I'm saying? Little girl, she saved, dude. She saved. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? She saved. Does this guy know Miss Cleo? She good? Yeah, I'm live. I'm live and direct. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm about- he goes, are you live? Yeah, I'm live and direct. She saved, though. She saved. I got to work that in. Yeah, I'm live. I'm live. And I would just have to say, I'm live and direct. Believe that. You know what I'm saying? She saved. She good? Yeah, I'm live. I'm live and direct. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm about to join your shit. Man, and something told me, bro. <laughs> something told me. Like, just look. I say, what the court, what that car doing? Where it ducked off in the field like that? What the car do ducked off? Guess what? What? That's 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 the dude with the little girl. Come on, man. That's why I say, when stuff go on like this, you herb and share, it, you spread it. You know what I mean? Man, I thank God we got this little girl, man. He goes on for like an hour. Uh, I, I today things to do. Uh, listen to that whole thing again. I want to see those guys on a reality show, okay? And it, well, it, it doesn't even need to be on a network. All they need to do is press Facebook Live and just talk. Fucking great. Thank God for these guys. Picking up the garbage, and that happens. Jeez, right place, right time. They're right, though. You know, I mean, uh, always on the lookout. I, I know I do that. But every time I hear an Amber Alert, I'm like, oh, my, my like head's on a swivel. You're like looking at the guy in the car next to you. See if it's him. Always, always being suspicious. All right. Let me help your business. Send me an email on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll tell you how it works. Everything's a handshake deal. No red tape. And you're going to be happy as hell that your business is being featured prominently on the audio podcast, on the Twitch live stream, with your signage all around me on the Twitch stream. Uh, With my 37,000 followers on social media, they'll be exposed to you. All for a fraction of the cost of what you'd spend anywhere else. 
My reach is just as far as radio or any other means of marketing. And it's me. So it's unique and it's better because I'm involved. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face when I say that. So thank you. Reach out, Eric, at ericsaneshow.com. Uh, racing at Berlin on Saturday, the 28th. They start at 6 p.m. Berlinraceway.com. Tickets are 12 bucks when you buy them online. 15 and under free. The parking's free. The beer is cold. The beer is cheap. It's five bucks a beer, as opposed to 12 to 14 at any of the other uh, venues. Did I mention parking's free? I did. Uh, so you're paying 12 bucks a ticket when you buy online. 15 and under free. You can bring a cooler with all your snacks and your soft drinks. No glass, no booze. That's it. It's you five to 10,000 people there packed in, having a great time watching these local heroes who work all week long and work on their cars and then race their asses off at Berlin Raceway. I love this track. I love those people that run it. Thank you to them for being part of the show. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If your business needs a managed IT service provider, this is who you call. If you don't, let's say you have an IT department or someone that you already call upon. I can promise you no one can get you hardware, software, and licensing for cheaper than Blue Frost IT. Call Alan Gilbert, the owner, at 616-200-8550 or find them online, bluefrostit.com. Finally, the Mario Flores, uh, Jesus, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You may need a mortgage. If, if this is you, you're like, okay, uh, I need to bang on the door of this sponsor of the Eric Zane Show podcast because I love supporting the podcast. 231-332-6505. You know, pick his brain. I'm not saying hire him sight unseen. Just talk to the guy. Mention my name. Say you listen to the show and you want to talk about a mortgage. If you got a great credit score, this is going to be an easy process. If you got a shitty credit score, it's going to take a little more navigating, but he's up to the task. He works very hard to try to get every single person into a mortgage. Quit paying rent. Get into a mortgage today with Mario. NMLS number 3035. They are the bank. They got the money. You can get it. 231-332-6505. Mention me when you call Mario. Okay. This is the best of. Remember the Gorilla Glue dumbass? That's spoken about here. And... Another edition of Dear Meathead. Enjoy. Okay, uh, Dear Meathead, 11 minutes away. Let's get into the Gorilla Glue, uh, gorilla glue Lady, um, Tessica Brown. So for those who don't know, she um, went on her uh, social media and said, ladies and gentlemen, I could not, I ran out of my hairspray. So I used Gorilla Glue. And uh, she can't, the hair won't, won't move. It's, it's glued onto her head. And 
I had a couple theories. I had a theory of um, she put the, well, she admitted to actually doing it on purpose. Like she says, oh, I just assumed it wouldn't be as big of a deal as it is. And I just sprayed the glue on. That's what she says. She says she intentionally did that. Her words. But I'm like, either she did that. Or she could have just, hey, I want to be silly and stupid and get a lot of attention. And I'm going to do this on my social media. Because she's got like, now she's got like six, seven hundred thousand people that follow her on Instagram. I'm not sure how many she had prior to. So I don't know. Probably not, though, because I think she might just be stupid. I think she might just be a stupid, stupid person. Uh, either that or she's playing us all. Because she's got a GoFundMe, and she doesn't have a ton of cash in the GoFundMe, but she does have a GoFundMe, and I uh, and I, I'm having a, a little bit of trouble with the way people are handling her. Because I'll tell you right now, um, there is one question that should be asked, and that is, how stupid are you, or what other stupid things have you done? Because this is just too much for me. She now is saying that um, she is, well, she's actually threatening a lawsuit. She's threatening to uh, sue sue Gorilla Glue because she says, um, well, first of all, on the package, it says not intended for skin or anything like that. And she said, well, yeah, but it also says multi-purpose. Her claim is, yeah, but it says multi-purpose glue. And I'm like, you fucking, I, what? She's so stupid, it's actually pissing me off now. And you know what else is bumming me out? Is everybody keeps uh, interviewing the stupid idiot, and is uh, and no one is asking the question about how stupid are you? Uh, and the, 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 uh, those two dudes from TMZ, the white guy and the black guy with the long hair, they're always uh, way, I don't know, way sympathetic and woke to everything, and they won't ask a tough question to save their lives. Um, and so in this interview, they don't ask the question that should be asked, which is how stupid are you? And then they ask her questions that she doesn't really answer either that, or they edited it weird because they'll ask her a direct question and then her answer will go off in another direction. Listen to this shit. When did the, when did the, when did it start becoming painful? I know I'm, I'm sure you were startled when it wouldn't come out. Yeah. Listen, this is the reason I ended Hold up. On. So the question is, when did it start? becoming painful i know you were startled when it didn't come out that's the question but her answer doesn't match up with that startled when it wouldn't come out yeah listen this is the reason i ended up taking it to social media nah, that's not what i asked you i yeah. asked you when it started becoming painful the headaches got worse the tingling got worse and we couldn't think of nothing else to do so i went to social media with it because I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, all I'm guessing is somebody out there might know something that we don't know. Has anybody reached out to you where there was anything helpful yet from social media? Everything that they were suggesting, it burns. It burns. It burns. I'm just over. Well, yeah, you put one of the strongest adhesives known to man on your head. You stupid idiot. So, you know, the only way to break that down is some type of... Uh, a product that's going to break down the actual glue, which is not good for skin. Uh, 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 something tells me uh, 
freaking a, a palm olive hand soap is not going to do the trick. This is something that you use to like uh, for adhesives for like for mica on cabinets and shit like that. The talk shows and oh, okay. Now, 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 here this stupid idiot is all uh, bent out of shape because uh, uh, people have been making fun of her. Talk shows and the the hate groups. I'm over all of that. Because y'all really, like, they don't know me. Well, we know enough. Some people out there saying, oh, well, she did this for clout. I wouldn't have never put this on my head. Oh, well. Okay, great. Maybe you didn't, but I'm just curious. How dumb are you? What other dumb things have you done? Let's see how many followers I get. Never. I put it on social media to get help. That, That was it. That was it. I didn't think for one second I'm going to get up the next morning and that many people have looked at this. I didn't think for one second that this was going to be to like me talking to y'all right now. Never and never thought it was going to get this far. Then they started talking about the whole GoFundMe. After we started reading up on what this could do to my hair, we made the GoFundMe for me to get wigs for after this is all over. But they have something to say about everything. We need to add her to the uh, reality show of the two guys from New Iberia who found the chick on the Amber Alert. That not, that that would be like the wild card. You could have those two dudes shave her head. That's going on. And I feel like it's very, very unfair because y'all don't know me. If you knew me, no, we know enough. you would know that I would never do something like this on purpose. Never. Well, then you're the dumbest person in America. Congratulations. Uh, this stupid idiot also was, and again, these these guys from TMZ, it's like, what? fucking ask a question, for God's sake. I mean, I, I'm just not buying this. Um, and then this, uh, some radio show interviewed this chick, and uh, and she and she said this. They went and got nail polish removal. She got some saline water, and they start on the back. But it burned so bad to where my heart started beating too fast. And she told me it looked like she can do it, but it's going to take at least 20 hours. They gave me some neuropolis removal to go home with. The thing is, like, every time we saw it, it burns, like, extremely bad. No. And you can't even get it to a point where it loosens the hair a little bit that you can then just shave it all off. And that's the point that I'm trying not to get to. I really. Wait, you're trying. Wait a minute. So that would help if you shaved it all off? I want to see my own. No, yeah, no, for sure. You know, I have nothing else to do. Radio show's too nice. Um, Yeah, she she needs to shave it off. So the guys, he made the point. So you're telling me that uh, now yesterday, I think she shaved off her pony. She had a gigantic braid and she shaved the day. She finally, they finally got enough. They were able to with a pair of home like shears, you know, (laughs) cut the damn thing off. So uh, that's the end of the pony, and now I guess uh, I guess this plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills is involved. I'm not really sure exactly. Uh, she organized uh, her own um, GoFundMe, and uh, she has raised seventeen thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars as of right now. Oh, it went up seventeen thousand six hundred and eighty-one. 
So I don't know. This is all very, very strange to me. I don't, uh, I, I, part of me doesn't believe that this was an accident. And if it was an accident, just how dumb are you at the end of the day? You know, I mean, at this point, if they find out, okay, yeah, great. She didn't actually do it on purpose. Okay. Well then she can't have a driver's license. She can't have, she can't procreate. You can't do anything. You got to live in a home. If you're so dumb that you put gorilla glue on your head, you need to be in some type of institution going forward. You're, you're too stupid to walk amongst us. If you're that dumb. You're, you you lose all privileges. You lose all rights. You have to, you are, sorry. Gorilla Glue wrote this. This is great. Uh, we are sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. We are glad to see in a recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. That might as well say, fuck you, you stupid idiot. We have, you, we have, uh, we have no no, uh, we, uh, no responsibility. We bear none. Um, this is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. She said her response was, yeah, but it doesn't say hair in this supposed lawsuit that she's putting together. It doesn't, the word hair isn't used. She, she read, she saw the label. She said, it doesn't say hair and it says multi-purpose. Oh my God, please, baby Jesus, let her sue. We want her to sue so that we can hear a judge laugh in her face and say, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. Case dismissed. This is frivolous and you are incredibly stupid. My God. Uh, in fact, I'm going to make her the asshole of the day. I was a little bit, uh, uh, I didn't know who was going to be the asshole of the day. This is saying something because she beat the guy who abducted the kid, the Amber Alert guy in New Iberia, Louisiana. Tessica, I did reach out to her, by the way. She's got a PR firm about being on the show so I can tell her how stupid she is. Of course they didn't reach back. Uh, Tessica Brown, congratulations. You have won the asshole of the day. My God. This is ridiculous. I have seen the story about the uh, attorney who cannot remove the cat filter. I'll talk about that in the uh, Patreon. I'm still getting people reaching out to me about that one. It was great. Uh, But I'll I'll save it for the Patreon. There's a lot of things I'm saving for the Patreon. We've been having so much fun on Patreon. My God. All right. Um, Dear Meathead is brought to you, as always, by uh, JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. They sell Amsoil products. You can uh, pick it up in person at Ionia Outdoors. Or you can uh, go to jmsynthetics.com and purchase the products. There's a phone number if you call Jason uh, at uh, JM Synthetics. You can actually order it over the phone, and that helps him out even more. 
Thank you for the questions on Dear Meathead. Let's bring him in. You're late, guy. Greetings from Joanne and Rob. Hi, Dad. Good people. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Good morning, son. Good morning, Dad. It is a cold one here in Michigan today. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it zero or uh, minus zero? It's pretty close. I know that. I know we're. I know yeah. the next in the next few days it's going to be even colder, Dad. Yeah. You know, not that I want to change the subject, but I got three damaged fingers. Yeah. And I go in a garage try to get some work done, you know, and I can't work with gloves. If I go out there for about five minutes, I start to fool around with something, those fingers start aching like something, a pain that I have not endured. Oh, man, I'm sorry. No way. It's, it's the way of life. So I, I got a heater. I warm them up right away and put on a glove. But he can't do anything with a glove on. Yeah, I know it. It's tough. What what uh, what type of um, uh, putzing around are you doing in there, Dad? I'm trying to. I got a, a couple of three like. I'm, I'm trying to make a frame, picture frame, uh, for a couple of dogs that Sue's dogs. They put them together, and she didn't want it because I damaged my fingers doing that job a long time ago. Okay. Now I want to do it because time has passed and a lot of. Pain is healed. Yeah, a couple more so I got <laughs> a couple more fingers I got to lose. So, but I don't use a saw. I just you know. Yeah, how do you if you don't if you don't use a saw to make the frame? What 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 are you doing? What do you, how are you how are you doing it? Well, no, I I cut all of the formats a long time ago before all of this happened. Uh huh. Trying to put it together. Okay, okay. And then I see the errors that I made. I'm trying to correct the errors so the framework will fit into the, the pieces of boards that I wood that I cut. Okay, so but I got to work uh, with my hand with no glove on. Ah, damn it! Yeah. Well, uh, be careful, please. You know how it is. Everybody's always oh, yeah. worried about. Can oh, you yeah. can you imagine what 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 your son, my brother Jim, would do if you if you had another if if uh, if, if the fingers went flying again? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with that. I I hope uh, I hope everything goes okay and you and you... everything will be all right. All right. Well, um, hey, Dad, I got a question from me, actually, and uh, somebody suggested that I start to uh, meditate. Have you ever meditated, Dad? I meditate almost every other day. Sometimes I forget it. But I meditate at night when I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, you do? So that, like, maybe helps you go to sleep? I don't know if it does or not, but it uh, makes me feel comfortable. You know, but I'm awake for a while before I fall asleep, and of course I think a lot of things. I think uh, I think meditation is is uh, isn't quite like that. I think that's kind of uh, shutting all that out and focusing on like just one thing. Well, I don't know. I, I just do it my way. Whatever okay. I'm all right. Trained to do, I guess. I don't know. What do you, now is it now is uh, like every night? Do you think about the same thing, or is it just do you kind of like? No, go, no. It's it's a different thing. It's basically involves all of my family, family members, and myself. Okay. You know, uh, you guys. You know, 
family man, people that I'm really loving. You right. Know? So basically, you just sit there and worry. <laughs> no, I'm not worried. <laughs> I ask God. I ask God to protect them. Oh, that is very sweet. I do. That's part of the prayer. A prayer for me. So you 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 sit there and pray. I don't sit there. I lay down. Well, yeah. I mean, lay down there. Yeah. And then, believe it or not, I even pray for my audience. Well, of course. They. I mean, that's that's uh, that. uh, I'm I'm sure that they're that makes them very happy to hear that. Oh, definitely. Because without them, I mean, what would uh, the fun of being on your show? Yes, of course. Well. Uh, you know, Dad, you're uh, easily the most popular thing that that is on this show. You and Joanne. So well, thank you. Yeah, that's thank you. Well, thank that's you. that's just because of all the uh, comments that I see, you know, all the time. So, um, uh, well, you know, I've changed my whole format. It used to be uh, quite different when we started. You and I. Yeah, I think so. I think we've uh, uh, added a different layer to it. You know. Yeah. So. It's a great thing to do. I, I really appreciate what you're doing for me. Well, hey, it's it's you're doing it for me. In fact, Dad, I um uh, lately I've I've been um publishing uh, old clips from back on the radio days. Okay, so this was uh-huh. years ago, and um just uh, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, I posted you joining me on the radio when we didn't yet call it Dear Meathead. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but because of that appearance. That's when Deer Meathead began. So it's almost like the origin of this whole segment, you know? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So people are... Around, but I don't, I don't embellish a lot of laughter in there. No, yeah. Well, yeah, you do. I mean, you, all you have to do is be you. Know. No, no. You, well, the, the thing is, you think that you have to, like, tell jokes to be funny, but that's not true at all. All you have to do is be you, and it's going to be insightful and funny at the same time. That's a good way of putting it. That's yeah, great. because you say things the same way, uh, like uh, the the old school New York Yankees player Yogi Berra would say. You you kind of say things like that. But you know what I realize? People make people. There you go. People make people. People make people. That you 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 just did it. People make. I mean, there's only one person in the world who could pull that off with the line. <laughs> People make people. Without people, what would I be? Uh, uh, People make people. Without people, what would I be? Uh, That is that is fantastic. Okay. Um. Okay. Now let's see if we can solve some problems. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Tony writes this, Dad. Uh, Dear Meathead, if you could travel back in time and shake the hand of a of uh, one of the uh, old school presidents. Who would who would you want to shake hands with? Oh boy, Kennedy. Kennedy. Okay, John F. Kennedy. All right. That's right. Okay, he, he's really a favorite. Really, you like John F. Kennedy? You know he uh, he's a, he's a Democrat. I don't care. That's he's a, a Democrat. So are we. <laughs> We were. No, we were. We yeah, were. yeah, yeah. You, you guys have. Now we got a Pelosi that I really close my eyes when I hear her name. Well, you guys have. Uh, yeah, because you were. Because when Obama was in office, that was your guy, wasn't it? Yes. 
Okay. Well, isn't it weird though that Trump does not like Obama? I mean, does that does that uh, does that mess you up a little bit? Because no. you like Trump. Yeah, I, I like Trump. You know, we like Trump. Okay. But yeah, he, he made some good things, uh, some whatever. Okay. Uh, his, his speech is nowhere near what the current president has. His, his conversation, he <laughs> reminds me of the buddies I used to chum around with that we were like a bunch of thugs. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he'd appreciate that. <laughs> well, no. I mean, he's, a, he's a, like a plum local guy. Okay. But he gets the job done. I'll tell you what. He's done a lot of good things in this country. Well, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of people in the country that would agree with that, Dad. Oh, but hey. Of course, of course, America's turned the page. So, but at the same time. Uh, so the the president you would want to meet would be John F. Kennedy. Okay, I got it. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey writes this. Dear Meathead, do you have any advice on how to ask for a promotion at work? Well, yeah, I think I do. Okay. What is it, Dad? First of all, you have to realize what your relationship is with the employer and you. No. Nah. If you don't think that you have a good relationship with them, try to create a good relationship before you even ask for a promotion. Okay. And but- then stay with it till time goes by. Then you approach them. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, I have been employed X amount of time here, and I really feel close to your company. <laughs> And I cherish it, but I still want you to realize that I do those things. Uh huh. And I've been around. I've been a your employee for two years, and I really have not sustained any kind of a financial uh, gain uh, as a, a bonus or something. So how is it that you sweeten out the pot for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, okay, so not, basically. Not in those words, but no. that's my word. All right. Yeah, that's what I would have said. Okay, butter the guy up is what you're, but, butter yeah, the guy. Well, and gen- generally, uh, be honest about it. Okay, butter the guy or girl up. It could be a, a lady, of course. Well, that's that's another subject. <laughs> but uh, either way, uh, don't just be a phony. Okay, all be right. sincere. All right, I got it. Uh, Josh writes, Dear Meathead, I've got a colonoscopy Friday. Any suggestions for before or after? Colonoscopy. Yeah, that's when they go up your keister and, and, yes. like, and like have a look. Well, if it's just going up there and looking up, I, I've had that done several times. Yeah. So there's... There's nothing I can really make a comment on. If they didn't find anything, you're lucky. Right. If, if they found something, obviously they're going to. Yeah, I I, I think I think he's a remedy. Dad. I think he's a little nervous about the procedure. Uh, maybe not a big deal at all. Okay. Nothing. Just relax. Just don't. Sometimes we feel like uh, it's an embarrassment. 
but the doctor is very much uh, acclimated with the fact that he's familiar with all of that. Okay. That's his job. I think they, I think they give you sedation on that they too. Give you, they give you an IV or shot. Yeah. I think they they kind of knock you out. I think you're you're going to be just yeah. fine. But it's not a big deal. No, no, you'll be fine, buddy. So uh, I've been that route. So. Yeah. Uh, Jason writes us, Dad, uh, dear Meathead, if a person gets industrial glue, like Gorilla Glue, in their hair, what's the best way to remove it? Shave your head. Believe you me, you can't remove it. you got to <laughs> cut your hair off right from the root. Yeah. Or shave your head and let the new hair grow. Okay, very good. And I'm, I'm amazed at the fact that some people get glue yeah. on their hair. There's there's a story going around right now of this lady, and I'm not making it up. You're going to think I'm lying. Oh, we've seen it. You, you saw her? That's Yeah, how about that? She sprayed it in her hair for hairspray. Yeah. What the hell? That, that thing is like concrete. Yes, that was terrible. Absolute huge mistake. I mean, how, how dumb do you have to be to do something so ridiculous? Yeah, my God. This- I know, I know. Yeah, we, boy, you guys are up on it. That is. Uh, oh yeah. Do you guys you like the news? Do you guys watch like Inside Edition or something? Not that I know of. All right. Joanne says she does it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Matt has this question, dear Meathead. Uh, what type of dog should I get? You said Eric should get a lab. Uh, my wife and I now have a great. A great Dane lab mix named uh, Brady. Uh, no, I, I, I take it back. I take it back. He writes us, Dear Meathead, I don't have a question, but I was on the show a while ago asking what type of dog I should get. You and Eric said I should get a lab. My wife and I ended up getting a great Dane lab mix named Brady. Thank you for being on Eric's show. It's definitely one of my favorite parts of the week. I always look forward to it. You guys are awesome. Sign Matt. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Dogs have totally, totally, totally got my favorite body parts or nose or brain and all that because I love dogs. Wait, wait. What was that all? <laughs> I love dogs. Okay. I was going to say, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I like them. I don't like them dead. I love them alive. <laughs> dogs. A dog is a favorite animal of mine. Uh, when my neighbors walk, they got dogs on their leashes and all that. On the normal time that all of these things were not happening, I would really approach every dog that goes by me when I'm out there in the morning. Uh, I got friendship with them. Aha. Uh-huh. I know it. I know it. Um, and uh, yeah. one guy would bring his dog. I got a ditch in front of my house. Yeah. Just to do his business in my ditch. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> well, I was standing there watching him. Oh, my so. God. That's fantastic. Hopefully, they cleaned it up. And, he, and he's such a good friend of mine. He wouldn't volunteer to clean it or nothing. He just leave it right there, and I, he knows that I'm going to pick it up. Oh, my gosh. No wonder he You know. But anyway, dogs are up. Uh, a breed of cat, cat, dog, dog that I wait, adore. Wait a minute. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I do. I love dogs. I know. My God. Even, even your Brucey, yeah. which is a dumb dog, yeah. 
Oh, he ain't that dumb. Come on, that's what that's he 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 knows. Oh, he, that dog is a smart dog. Yes. Hey, Dad. Uh, I wrote this down. Uh, you you said dogs. I don't like them dead. I like them alive. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go out there and get hit by a car. You know. All right. I want to be a friendly dog, you know, but yes. come out and bite my leg and of all course. that. No. Of course. Uh, okay. But, uh, dogs are a special, special f- uh, breed of animal to own and possess and uh, yep. keep. Yep, yep. Uh, but I have had, I mean, you grew up with us, you know, a couple, three good dogs came and went. Right, right, yep. I'm gun shy about having them. I just don't I, want to raise them. And yeah, I understand. Them. I know that. Uh, I know that you love my dog uh, O'Neill the most. I know he's your favorite. Oh yes, that when the dog comes out there, he hardly knows me. He lays by my feet and goes sleep. That's a dog and a half in my life. Yep, yep, yep. Hi, yep. Yes, well, uh, all right, very good. Uh, Matt writes this. A dog is something to have. Not to just train them to go fetch and all that. No, to enjoy them. Yeah, so you got it. Yeah. We can show you love. Absolutely. I don't even bother training them. I just pet them. Yes. That's it. That's all they care. Uh, all right, Dad. Very good. Matt writes this. Dear Meathead, there's a sweet old lady who is a widow at the end of our street. Uh, she had my kids over several times to help with jobs around the house. My kids would walk over there, help her out, and they get paid for the hard work. Recently, the neighbor who lives between us yelled at my kids because they would sometimes walk through his yard to get to the old lady's house. He didn't like how their footprints in the snow, uh, would uh, whatever he didn't like that Uh, even though he had given my kids permission to walk through the backyard as a shortcut now my kids don't want to help the old lady because they're afraid of walking to her house what should i do meathead well i think you ought to take the ball no not the ball but you gotta take uh, charge of this situation yeah gotta approach that man and explain the situation to him Hey, this kid would like to help this lady. Yeah. And the only way, they can, the only passage they have to a house is your yard. Exactly. Now, what can we do? What can we do not to have you aggravated? You tell us so we can abide by your rule. That is uh, that? the way you describe. The way you ask that sounds incredibly perfect, and I think that I think that that uh, Matt should do exactly what you said. Yeah, I have to tell them the, the kids have no other recourse but to cut through the well, yeah. path, go to her house. And this guy, Is that right? Yeah, uh, yes. No other recourse? No, that's true. And and the guy already said once, yeah, go ahead. He didn't care. Now all of a sudden the guy's got a problem with it, you know? Right. And then mention that. So you gave him permission to do that. Right. The kids are doing just that. Ugh. We're sorry that we're causing you. I mean, be be humble. Yeah, sure. Be a be a nice guy. Sorry that about we're it. causing you grief, and and we don't know what that grief is all about. Walking on the grass, right, right, or snow, because that grass is going to grow regardless of how you feel. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's not a big deal. So, can you help us? 
I because like it. Because the lady needs help, and this is the only passage we have. I don't really know what the circumstances of passaging is. Right, right. I don't think it's. I think this guy's making a big deal about nothing. You know, one of those deals. Uh, you know, here's the situation. Can they knock on this lady's door? Have her let him in the house from the door? Well, yeah. It that isn't the problem. The problem is the is the is the third dude. The 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 uh, the, the guy in between them. He doesn't want them walking across his place to get to her place. Well, yeah, uh, that's his right, but it is a. I don't want to use a word. Yeah, he's being a jackass. That's what he's doing. He's be, he's well, a, I don't want to call him that. Well, I know, but he can't hear. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Um, finally, Dad, uh, Joe writes this. Uh, Dear Meathead, what is your advice for those who are being bullied for being different? Dad, do you have any thoughts on this? I, I really hate that when people bully other people. I really hate it because they have... Now, those people are character of their own. Their family life is not exactly cool. A bully is a bully. Now, are these bullies teenagers or young kids or what? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's just uh, he's throwing a uh, hypothetical out there. Uh, you know, a bully, you should abide by their feeling, really. Wait a minute. Huh? If, if you have a bully, yeah. you got to find out what he's bullying you about and don't do it. Oh, don't no. Don't aggravate him. No, no. I think you got to punch him right in the nose. No. No? No. So if, if the bully's bullying you, it's not... Hey, a- I've done that in my life. Yeah. But it just doesn't help. <laughs> All you're doing is embellishing <laughs> anger. Okay. You know, hey, you know, I'm to a point in my life that I don't like to yeah. think of, I'm going to go beat the hell out of him because he did this. No. If I don't feel like it, I won't be talking to him about anything. Yeah, but in sometimes. Fact, I ignore yeah, but... him, let him go with that. I'll do what aggravate well, I won't do what aggravates you. Well, that's yeah, but that doesn't matter because sometimes the bully you you don't have to do anything to aggravate a bully. They just come out they come up to you and slug you for no reason, you know. Well, that's another issue. Then you got to talk to somebody else that's got a, a powerful arm or hand. Have them do the dirty work for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, so- hey. He can't hit a bully. Can't hit a strong arm guy. Yeah, strong strong arm person. All right, but he can talk to somebody that's weaker than he is. All right. Well, one way or another, we need to deal with the bullies. Bullying is no good. We can agree with that for sure. And and you know what? Or or maybe first of all, let him know how he feels. Listen, buddy. Why do you do this to me? I mean, what kind of fun is this for you? I wouldn't roll it. I'd be scared to death that he'd want to or, punch or me. Wait a minute. <laughs> or the father or somebody stronger in that household can approach him and say, hey, listen, uh, can we understand what your problem is with this? If, if we know what your problem is, we won't be doing it. God, I hated being bullied, man. Teach him a lesson of kindness. I don't know, man. I I disagree. I think if you're getting bullied, you gotta you gotta punch that kid right in the nose or kick him in the nuts or something. No, that's my old time. All right, suggestion. 
I would have done the same thing that you're talking about right now. And I've done it already. Absolutely. Felt good about it. Yep. Yep. But you know what? I start thinking a bully is a jerk because he's not going to fight you fair. No. Well, that's why you got to fight unfair. Yeah. But if you do something and he wants to get revenge, you're in trouble. Yeah, I don't know. If you you hurt him enough, he's not going to, he knows he can't get one over on you. You got to bust him. No, no, no. You got to give him a sucker punch. He'd be such a sneak that you won't won't know it's coming. You got to hit him in the head with an aluminum bat or something. Now you're talking bad. Yes. <laughs> hey, I thought you were my son. Uh, well, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gotten that, that, uh, that side of me out yet. I mean, I'm only 50. Uh, I'm only 50. When you were 60, you beat up a councilman. Yeah, I know. I know, but you got to, well, listen, you got 10 years to go. I know. So go ahead and do all you were, you, you were 60 years old, and you beat up the guy who became the mayor of Michigan's third largest city. <laughs> I didn't beat him up. I hit him one time. Yeah, right in the face. You hit, you hit the guy right in the face. I cracked his windshield, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jim Fouts. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Dad, you guys are the best. I love you so much. And remember, uh, people make people without people. That's right. That's right. So don't forget it. You'll be a lonely guy if the people aren't there anymore. Okay. Well, I I love you guys very much. I want you to have a great day, okay? Stay warm. All right. You do the same, and others are the best. Okay. They they love you very much. Love them back. Okay. See you. Love you, too. All right. Fantastic. The best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Please follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Follow and subscribe. I would appreciate that. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter as well, at Eric Zane Show. And follow the YouTube channel, Eric Zane Show. These are all... Uh, things that cost you no money that are a huge, huge help. You want more of the show? Follow me on Patreon. Subscribe. Five or ten bucks a month. Thank you so much. It means the world when I see a new person to sign up on Patreon. It keeps the show going and growing. It keeps the vet bills at bay. Thank you so much for enjoying the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till next time. Bye-bye.